like you were telling me about what's that um what's that show Chernobyl, and you were telling me how I would like the cinematography of that one. So that's why, you know, I was like, we, 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 yeah, understand. I, mean, we I, I hate that it was so short. I wish it, I almost wish they would have pushed it out to be a longer series or at least another season, but it was beautiful. I think it was beautifully shot. Um, the entire interaction of the characters, the way that they, you know, put the scenes and stuff together, yeah. like the way it was directed. I think anybody who appreciates, you know, any form of, a movie or film or even documentary would enjoy stuff stuff would enjoy that Chernobyl series on HBO as well as uh stuff like it like you know, super close to it. Yeah. I thought it was dope. Yeah, that's how that's how it it, sh- it should be on like not I don't think too many people listen or look for the whole um cinematography side of it. Like, you know, you have to tell a story with 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 the shots, like the shots are a part of the story. Like you just can't tell us a good di- have good dialogue, a good script, and have shitty ass shots. Well, you know, um, are you recording yet? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I've been reading this. I've been reading a couple books, like the last week or whatever. One of them is on um, this book by uh, did like. Dude is a marketing guru, like called uh by the name of Seth Golden. And the book mm-hmm. is um this particular book that I'm reading is This Is Marketing. And one of the things that he said is like um when you are a person that's marketing, yeah. Um when you're marketing something, you need to focus on the smallest viable market. So everything that you create is not gonna be for everybody because for one, everybody is a lot of people, and then right. uh as he says is that everybody doesn't like the things that you like. Everybody doesn't believe the things that you believe and everybody doesn't, um, there's something else. I'd probably paraphrase it, but basically it just came down to like, just because you like something or you believe in something doesn't mean that everybody else is going to like it or believe it. And that's okay. Like, and so like as a creative, especially talking about uh, the cinematography side of, uh, or even like, photography or whatever as a creative what you should focus on is um is what what he says in the book what you should focus on is the smallest viable market or the people that you seek to serve like you're trying to solve a problem for those people so like with a film series like that you're not just you 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 are telling the story but you're trying to do it in a way that um that people who enjoy stories can really see a, a very clear, vivid picture of um, something that that you brought to life. So you're not, like you say, you you don't want to give no BS shots of, of you know how I it um I, I get how that how that, that power plant you know had had its entire meltdown or is just you know it is. It's got to be told. The story that you tell has to be told in a way that people are really going to appreciate. Because once you tell, like, think about that. You probably wouldn't have known about it. I mean, you probably would have found out about it sooner or later, but you probably wouldn't have known about it if I didn't say anything. And right. I didn't, I wouldn't have said anything if I didn't believe that the, I didn't believe the message that 
the director or the story writer, you know, told. You right. know what I'm saying? The person that, that that shot it, the people that shot it, the people that edited it, if I didn't, if as a person, I didn't believe that story, I wouldn't have felt like, oh, this is this is so good. I have to tell my frat brother, I have to tell my coworkers, I have to tell people in my family to to sit down and watch this because this is a beautiful thing, you know? Like, is this, is, even if it's something that you don't really care for as far as, like, thinking about the situation in Chernobyl and what happened, the entire story from top to bottom, there's a lot of stuff that they, they kind of, they didn't include in it, but that little bit that they did tell was so informative and it was so beautifully shot that you appreciate stuff like it and you, it leaves it at least it left me like I said wanting more like I, I really wish it would have been able to be stretched out into a couple at least another couple of episodes if not an, an entire second season yeah I mean that goes into everyday life um like anybody like all of us you know you're creative I'm creative and all these other people and everybody else is you know really trying to start their own business and everything um one thing they say is like, you know, all your friends aren't going to be able to support you because they don't feel as passionate about what you're trying to do. And, you know, that's okay. You know, right. so, so yeah, that, that, that's totally if, 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 okay. If they don't yeah, believe you in what cannot you expect in right all of now. your friends, all of your family to like everything you like, because if you did, y'all would have liked it a long time ago. Yep. But you know, yep. you can't, ex- you can't expect you to be starting a, 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 a fishing shop a bait and tackle store and want all your friends to come support him. All your friends might not be fishermen. At, at all. all they, they may not even like you fish. Know, they they might probably be like me. Some, like they, they don't find no they, solace in trying to go fishing. Yeah. They can probably tell somebody. They could probably share it yeah. out. And, and, you know, and that's, and that's okay too. They may not promote it. Uh, uh, like, you know, Oh, go check out this. And like, no, they may just share it out because maybe some of their friends and, you know, that's cool too. You're not fully 100% like I got to spend money here, but you're like, Hey, maybe I can just share this out and, and somebody will see it. Um, going back to cinematography, there was a movie I just saw uh, a couple weeks ago and, or last week. I can't remember, you know, time messes up with us around now. This pandemic, this last three months is like been forever. Um, there's a movie that I don't came know, on man. Netflix. June, June kind of went fast. June is going by it's fast, just... and it's finna slow down again with the way Governor Abbott's going. Like he finna lock us back uh, down. So I'm, I was like, I'm with it. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, you know what? I done made it this far. Let's go and keep going. I'm probably gonna go get my hair cut this weekend right. just because I probably won't be able to get another one for a while. Hey, so, you gotta do what you gotta do, dog. Okay, so there was a movie I saw called The Five Bloods on Netflix. Yo, don't tell me not too much about it because I haven't seen it yet. That's the one with uh that Spike Lee just did and Chad yes. Boseman is. I will say, I will say this and don't I tell hope me you about have it, a, I, I don't hope, tell me everything cuz I'm not going to tell you everything it. just just how I felt about it cuz I know you're probably going to feel differently about it cuz everybody else does cuz people have been bashing me for my thoughts on it because I'm not black, I don't understand. But I understood the message that they put in there. I was I was digging some of the messages. The cinematography was looking beautiful. It was just some inconsistencies in the story. I was like, okay. So next, when you we'll we'll talk about it next time. We'll go into deep on it next time when you. Because, like I said, it it is it is a good watch. It is it it, it yeah. is a good watch. 
you saying to look out for stuff that doesn't really flow as in like from top to bottom. Yeah, because you know, I'm looking at it from a different viewpoint. Like I'm I'm not looking at it as like just as a, a an audience member. I'm looking at it from a creative standpoint. I'm like, this isn't flowing the way I I thought it should flow. Not well, saying he didn't, you know he didn't what? put out a that's, good, that's kind of the burden. Uh the that's dude that the burden and the curse of being a um being a creative because like if you think about it, like take band for instance. When you in high school, right, you listen to stuff from other bands and you probably think, you know, that's pretty cool or, you know, we really play or even the band that you're in, like, yo, we, we play really well or we sound good or ain't nobody louder than us. But then when, like, you get to the collegiate level like we were on and you you spend so much time listening to your sound and perfecting that sound and being around all these people that can play and you spend all your time tuning and you listen to these other bands that sound, you know, as good or better or worse than you. Then you go back and listen to yo. And the, the first thing you think is like, yo, did we sound like that? Like, yeah, did we sound like that <laughs> when I was in the band last year. Like, so yeah. uh, I, I think that kind of translates over to everything. Like if you if you're a storyteller, if you're a writer, stuff that other people write probably doesn't resonate with you because you like you, you're thinking like. Yo, do I wouldn't wrote it like this, or or do do I write this well, or I wrote I can write better than this. So if you if you are a recording artist, whether it be you know somebody that um sings or if they rap, like you listen to other people's lyrics or um, the way they sing songs and do a runs or vibrato or the uh the the sixteen bars or something like that, you kind of compare yourself to what it is so it's, it's kind of a blessing and curse because you can look for certain things and you appreciate a lot more than what you probably would if you didn't have that ability but at the same time it's kind of like you unintentionally scrutinize the product that you are right. you know partaking in the experience that you're partaking in now i will say this delroy lindo the 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 main actor he plays paul in the in the movie you'll see it uh-huh. he does an amazing job not saying he hadn't been an amazing actor before but he did an amazing job and i will just leave it at that okay i will just leave it at that uh, and like i said and somebody's probably gonna listen to this and think i'm bashing the movie it's just i'm looking like bro you do you do you deal with photography too so yeah. when somebody asks you about a a picture they took hey can you critique this picture you are you gonna look at it from the 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 regular person eye or are you gonna look at it from your eye because you're creative from my so you're, you, you're you're in that line so you may like gut this picture apart and say you should have done this you could have done this you could have propped this out you could have done this because I know you've done it to me before so it's like yeah and my, it's, like for, I'm, I'm absolutely going and, and and I probably don't mean anything you know negative by it unless you like a person that's tried to cut up you know on on some work that I've done but like yeah yeah i might look at it like yo i would have done you know i feel like it was too dark or there's too much color or um that the subject really doesn't come through for me and but in at the same time i have to also check myself and remember like i didn't i'm not the one that took this picture i may not be the person that this this photo is for so at the same time it was me trying to you know get me giving my opinion may not necessarily scrutinize but me giving my opinion on it I also have to remember that this photo may not be for me. So I I have to take into account that even though I took the, I didn't take the, 
the photo, um, this is for somebody else. This is somebody else's vision, not just the person who took the photo, but the person that's being, you know, the photos being taken of if it's like a portrait right. or something. I remember yeah, you're right. Was, I, I have that. I have a habit of that, but I don't. I don't mean when I first started doing YouTube <laughs> and I started getting some people hitting me up about, um, "Hey, can you critique my video?" Now, this is before I even went to like, like everything I was doing. Like before I started advancing my stuff, this was when I was back in the early stages, when I was still getting a, uh, a good grasp of how everything was going, and. Yeah. Like, hey, Rube, can you you look at the video and critique it? Yeah. And I probably get like a minute into it. And I was like, this intro sucks. This sucks. This is this doesn't <laughs> grab attention. And like, I'm literally ripping their guts out. They're still doing YouTube now. But I'm like, you're, I said, you're trying to be, there's a borderline between the right personality and an amateur. I said, and you and you can have the right personality and be limited with your technology, which is fine because your personality will shine through. I said, but you're lacking the personality and the technology. Because there's people out there with a lot of subs that have no personality, but their technology and 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 everything they're doing creative wise is on point. So it's like. You got to have one uh, one side or the other. Their personality, after a while, is going to need to come through, but you can develop that over time. If you're but, looking for it, you can. Yes, if you're looking for it, because you kind of figure out, like, if you start paying attention to your analytics, you start paying attention to your videos and what people are saying, like you're looking at, listening, or uh, reading the comments, you start figuring out what it is, and then you start feeling comfortable in front of the camera, because a lot of times the personality doesn't shine through because it's just all shyness. You know, you're kind of questioning, you're tiptoeing and in there, but it's like after a while you start finding your own, uh, your own flow. Most people find their own flow right off the bat because you're more genuine in it. Instead of trying to put on an act, you're putting on yourself. Right. And nobody can take that away. Nobody can alter that. Yeah. You can, alter, you, just... you can alter yourself through, through different stages in life or different experiences that are happening. You know, things can change, but you can always end up coming back to that personality because it's always you. But if you're putting somebody, I know somebody sent me a video one time and it was like the opening segment, yo, what's up? I was like, nope, click off. Nope. <laughs> like, no, this is, this is, this is absolutely too much. I, yeah. I feel what you're saying because a lot of times, um, like going back to what we were saying about you got to know what it is that you are, was it what is what it is that you're looking for? You got to know mm-hmm. that you have that, and if you don't, you got to know that you need to you need to have it in order to uh, come across to your audience. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times when people do do videos, um, especially when they first start out, they probably don't have the confidence to be themselves a hundred percent. Uh, yeah. right off right out the gate because they i don't know seen other people do stuff so they kind of feel like well i need to kind of emulate what they're doing which is okay because sooner or later you do learn to find your own style but right right yeah. off the bat nah you really kind of gotta focus on again you gotta focus on what it is that you want to portray and the people that you want to give that to yeah right before you can before you start talking about um, putting the work out there. Oh yeah. So it's now coming to the point, like when, when they start doing that, I was like, you know, there is a science and you know, remember we talked about this word. There's an art and science to everything. 
everything can yeah. be broken down to art and science and yeah. the art behind it and the personality is some people want to be that that first person that primary that centerpiece of what's going on like they want to be able to do a solo they can handle the solo they can do all this and that's all they want to do but yeah. the problem with doing that is you may not have the personality to hang with everything solo See, I tell people if they want to do a podcast, if they want to do certain things, they should be able to do a 12 minute test. I've altered the minutes and everything, but I said 12 minutes. I said 12 minutes should be how much you can sit there and talk, talk on, on air and hold the attention of the audience. You can weave in and out of topics, but you should be able to go for 12 minutes and hold their attention. I think and it may fair. change. It may change. It may go to 10 minutes. It may go to 15 minutes. But if you want to do your own solo podcast, like you want to do something around 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes, but you would say 15 minutes. But those some of these personalities that can't hold that, that's because they're not a front. They're not the front man. They're actually a side piece. And that means they're they're better off in in a in a team acting as I, one. I think that's unit. fair. I think that's I think that's fair, not not only because, you know, you sound you just sound like you know what you're doing, but because you one, you've worked on it and two, you like you haven't that's that's your background on on education level. So like, you know, I'm not sure where a twelve minutes would come from, but I can't take that away from you being is that you you know, you've got a whole bachelor's degree in, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Communications or broadcast journalism? Well, uh, the way they have it, um, it's mass communications, uh, concentration in broadcast journalism. So broadcast journalism would be broadcast journalism, TV, radio production. Because there's also a print yeah, so, journalism degree, and then there was the um the the acting part as well. See, so y'all have you like there's there's a level of. There's a level of education that that you have that other people probably don't have that wouldn't be able to be like, um, wouldn't understand the scrutiny that you were giving. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, for they wouldn't understand where you know, twelve. Well, how can he say a twelve minute test is something that he needs in order to, um, to in order to keep the uh, the attention of your audience? And, and and again, it's not you're not saying that you shouldn't work in broadcast journalism or do podcasting or whatever it is if you can't hold it for 12 minutes just saying that possibly you need to adjust the way you're doing it i.e work in a team or yeah. work with a partner or something like that versus just doing it yourself because nobody's it's, gonna listen to you by yourself yeah, and ramble it's, it's more about gaining knowledge and not just one category even if you're just talking about one category but it's like gaining knowledge in everything else see one thing about talk, uh, just speaking to people and doing all this stuff you, you got to be able to relate to your audience. And sometimes what we're talking about is like, I can pull a reference from somewhere. And if you get it, great. If somebody else gets it, great. You pulled a reference out of somebody and made it familiar for them. Like, oh, comparing something. Okay, you pulled this out of nowhere. Um, being able to like quote movies and quote pop culture and stuff like that. Not saying that that's what you all you have to do. Just, you know, some stuff that's happening in, in the world today, the, in some history, some science, you know, you got to have knowledge in a lot of different fields. 
and it's relatable. Yeah, it and it's relatable. not and, and it's not easy. It is not easy. Well, you to know do. what? Going going back to that book that I was saying that I've, I've been reading, that's also part of you know the whole uh, marketing thing because um, people, different groups of people have different sets of beliefs. You know, like I yeah. mentioned earlier. So when you when when you're when you're a person, um, you want a, you have a sense of like like there's you know the Maslow's hierarchy needs or whatever it is, but um, one of the needs that you have is the need to feel included, the need to belong. So like what you're saying is 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 spot on because you don't want to listen to somebody who doesn't believe the things that you believe or that's not relatable. Like that's the whole reason that we listen to people that we listen to on podcasts and music and, and other stuff, because we, we agree. We don't only agree with what they're saying, but we relate to them in some way. Like I think it was last week I was watching Schoolboy Q is one of my favorite artists right now. Um, and I was watching a lot of videos last weekend about, you know, just kind of like his journey from, him starting out with uh black black hippie to them being signed to TDE and it's like kind of all the same people and how they all lived yeah. and you know from his first album up until this last one crash talk <clears throat> and there was just like there's stuff that he said like I'm not a dude that's from you know a certain part of LA I didn't get jumped in the crips um you know I I I wasn't out there banging when I was a kid uh I didn't grow up, you know, doing stuff that I ain't had no business doing. But there is a level of that dude that was relatable to me, um, which made me appreciate who he is more and more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like with everybody that we kind of attach ourselves to. Just like it, it and it really kind of put it in perspective, like going over and, and thinking about the whole um, Donald Trump thing, like oh, the people oh, that the people that follow him, uh-huh. like they just they just want to they just want to belong. Like I just uh, so I don't know. Like people that have listened to this probably seen a couple of them videos on YouTube or even on Comedy Central's channel or Instagram or something with Trevor Noah sending people out, you know, to to those Trump rallies and you know, kind of talking to people and. It's almost it's almost a parody watching those people answer those questions because it's like, yo, how can you be this un I ain't even gonna insult them by saying like how could you be this unintelligent, but how could you be this uninformed yeah. in you know in stuff that's really going on today in the world and then still follow this dude, but then at the same time, like going back to the, the like they just wanna belong. They for one, they believe what they believe because they feel like there's a level of uniqueness to this this certain group of people and they feel like they belong. So it's almost like, I don't know, you kind of got to like, other than them, like I, I, I never rock with them for feeling the way they feel about us as, you know, quote unquote minorities. Um, but they just alone, dog. <laughs> they, they're yeah. like they're they're really super sad. Like y'all are sad, 
sad individual people and you really just want to be talked to. You want somebody to sit down and feel like you relate to them. Yeah. When in reality, like you just don't understand that your viewpoint is wrong. And that's fine because we are now, now we, I understand like we'll never get through to you. There's no point in right. continuing to having a conversation or trying to change your mind because we'll never get through. But I understand, I understand more now that all you want to do is be related to. <laughs> like it's as crazy as that sounds, I just like you just want to be related to. That's why you follow this dude and you listen to him and react the way you react to stuff that he says it does. Yeah. And you know what? And people, people trip me out. Oh, uh, well, you know, I trip people out when I tell them and I have logic behind it. And I hope you think of this logic when I say this, but, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and it hurts uh, me to say it, but it's true. No, don't say it hurts you. <laughs> and no, it hurts me to say it because, you know, you, you, you realize your own logic. Like you make it, you make sense, but you're like, man, I hate making sense of this, but it's just, when you think, right, gonna say it. Quit putting a you, disclaimer. Gonna say it. Yeah. When you think of people that that say like, you know, what defines a great leader? Trump leads his people, misguided as it oh, is. Oh yeah, I guess I I gotta agree with that. Trump, I gotta, because I mean, there's a, there's a group of people who are willing to follow him. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, and he you're leads right, them, yeah. and they're and they're behind them. And I'm like, they're they I mean, I'm like, what do you want? What more do you want? Like hell, hell, Obama was a good leader, but hell, he still had people that were supposed to believe in him stop believing in him. Like uh, everybody, uh, like people are turning against Trump, but guess what? It goes he 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 still has ride or dies that are coming out there. I was like, I mean, even when I say it, like Hitler was a great leader, and yes, I'm putting Trump and Hitler together because I'm like, well. I mean, he got a whole like, country. Kind of most want to be right this whole last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he got a whole race to go up against everybody and just start saying, you don't look like us. So we're going to go after you. I'm like, I mean, like he got a whole, yeah, I mean, when you, when you say it like that, it, yeah, it does make perfect sense because it's like what he did was, I'm not saying what he did was right. I mean, what, no, what people, he didn't do was right. But what he did do, like you were going to say, well, just kind of describe what you're trying to say. What he did do was make a certain group of people. He marketed, right. Yeah, uh, very effectively. He marketed very effectively. the uniqueness, the status, the dream of eliteness to this one group of people saying that, you know, we're above everybody and we're going to prove it by doing this horrible thing. Mind all these people don't believe it's a horrible thing because now they've been included in this level of eliteness that they thought, Yeah, you know, that, that they believe they have. But like you said, if he wasn't a great leader in 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 that sense if he wasn't effective in what he was doing then people would have never followed him those people that followed him would not have ever followed him correct you, you're right you're right yeah and you know it, like i said it pains me to say it because you know people people think emotional more than logic and we've had many discussions about this too like you know you got to be able to separate emotional the emotion and the logic you know you have to be able to oh. And, and there's some instances where emotion is going to run wild and there's nothing you can do about it. It's going to control you. We've all been through this. There's nothing we can do. We're just chemically imbalanced to that right there. 
and yeah, that's not uh, that's not saying that's not saying we need to be in drugs. I'm just saying that's like our brain functions aren't all the way there. But oh, you're right. Like the um, but, but you the, know you have to the, think the logically. great prophet Dante Nero says that um, emotion does not get the seat at does not get a seat at the table when you make decisions. Like no good that decision is, is made when you when when uh, emotions come into play. Right. That is that is very true, and. That's why, you know, when people listen to this, I want them to be able to say like, hey, you know what? I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, I'm not saying you have to agree with my opinion, but, you know, I, I will respect yours. So just, you know, respect everybody else's. You know, you we all have a voice to say we have the freedom of speech yeah, to like, say what we want. But I'm not I'm not going out here being malicious towards people either. So I'm not trying to say like, you know, if you disagree with me, I'm going to have a debate with you know you you can disagree with me and we can just move on you and i have had many yeah, disagreements we, on certain we, things we just have, left it alone. have stated that this is not a question yeah it's just like yo we, this is you you have stated that this is something that you don't agree with it, so in other words what i'm pushing is not for you and that's okay you ain't got to buy it i'm not gonna beg you to buy it right exactly i'm not putting a gun in your head and telling you you you, you have to give me your money to buy what i'm selling like this is just not for you. Somebody else is definitely going to listen to me, and if not, then I'm the only person, and that's okay. That means yeah. I just made this for myself, and it's all for myself. Exactly. That's exactly how I'm looking at it. And if it, um, like I said, if it offends somebody, it offends somebody. Somebody's gonna say something to offend me, and I'm just gonna be like, eh, whatever. Um. So, dealing with today, like everything that's changing. Like there's been a lot of pandering towards um when you say change, what you mean was change. Okay. So because you and I have talked about this before. You know, the whole pandering thing. Okay. So you you, you turned me on to the show Big Mouth. Okay. Yeah. Uh there's a character on there named Missy. She's a black teenager. And she's voiced. I think by, I read something about that earlier today. Yeah, and the voice by Jenny Slate, who is not black, who I thought was black because I looked at her, I thought she was probably mixed or something, but she's not. Uh, she stepped away from the show, saying that black voices or black characters should be voiced by black people. And I'm like, to a certain extent, yes, but I don't think it's it's voice acting, and it's what do you mean to a certain extent. Because think about it, if they want to talk about we need to have all races portraying those races in, in animation, then we are, think about, think back. Okay, I bring up Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar, if y'all don't remember, was on was one of the original cast members of Mad TV. Uh, he played the, the, the UBS guy, the post guy, whatever, but he's also the voice of Green Lantern and I think it was Justice League Unlimited or Justice League United, whatever that was called. Um, he was also the voice of Samurai Jack. Uh, he did the voice oh. of, he did a voice of several actors that were not black. So you think about like, now you're taking away from him. He took away the whole, I'm not doing a, uh, he's, he's not Asian. So he did an Asian voice. So we lose that. Um, then you think about like, um, who, who was it? There was another one. Oh, the voice of Cleveland Brown is not a black dude. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it like, 
most of these animations they're not necessarily trying to portray these certain the 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 the, the black character it's more of the voice that brings the character into the whole <laughs> well like, that's why I was like, uh, you stepping away from not because your voice, I'm like, I think that was like, I, I, I get your gesture behind it, but you didn't have to. Like, don't, 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 don't get yourself. Don't take jobs away from yourself. Don't take your own income out of your, out of your pocket when it didn't need to be. Well, I'm pretty sure she was like, well, I, I'll say this. I, I feel like if she decided that she, it was okay for her to step away, I wouldn't look at it like the income thing because I'm pretty sure she's she wouldn't have given that up if she wasn't straight, you know, especially in this economy. She wouldn't have given that up if it wasn't straight. So either she got some other checks coming in or she's going to be on another show that, that's going to start recording or something like that. So I wouldn't say that per se, but I would say um, you're right in that they shouldn't like I, I I don't want I don't want white people to feel like they have to give up a spot, you know, in order for one of us to get a spot, right? Because you got that spot because somebody else wanted you in that spot. Right. Um if you beat out somebody else that was black, uh-huh. And there was racial intentions behind the picking, you know, on the part of the production team or the directing team or whatever it was, then that's a different story. But if if you were just simply the better person, then you should, you know, you should keep that part. Um, right. Similar to that, um, the dude that founded Reddit, Serena Williams' husband, um, he stepped down from his from the board from his board seat at the company that he founded because he was like, I think some in the news said that he um, feels that somebody else that's black or minority should be on the board. Right. So in other words, he's like, yo, he, he can't take a seat from somebody else. He'll give up his seat, which is, you know, that's cool, but there could have been somebody black that you picked, you know, to be on the board when you founded the company. You know right. what I'm saying? Like y'all don't have to y'all don't have to create a space for us when you in the first word. I'm 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 gonna speak for me. I don't think they have to make a space for us intentionally when we weren't considered in the first place. Like don't go back and do it now because yeah. all this attention is being brought to it. Yeah. If you just like just don't stand in our way when we try to do it on our own. You know what I'm saying? When when we it, like going forward, that that's that's a discussion that can be something that can be considered. But like, no, nah, don't don't give up your spot now that you got because when you didn't even consider somebody else, you know, that didn't look like you to have a spot, um, before your whole thing got started. Right. And th- there's I hear I hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah, there, there's so much that they're talking about, you know, people donating money, like, you know, mo- most of the people, they were upset about losing the white money and never upset and twisted about losing black money. They they just knew money. They were getting money regardless. 
And now yeah. people are starting to donate money here and there to, to uh, black lives matter and, and black causes and everything else. Like y'all could have done that a long time ago and still not interrupted your money. Yeah. You, uh, you a hundred percent right on that too. They could have, it, it could, this could have been conversations and discussions that could have happened forever. And we didn't need to see a man die. You know, we didn't, we didn't yeah. need to get to see one man die. Right. And, and as many people that have died, probably the coronavirus and everybody, you know, majority of people still being at home was probably the best thing that happened because so many people were forced to pay attention to. Yes. And I think that's really what kind of that's what got pushed the people over the, the edge. The like, yo, we got Convictions gotta... and the indictment of the, the three dudes that murdered, uh, what's his name? Out in Georgia. Last name Aubrey. Was it Aubrey? Ahmad Aubrey. Yeah, yeah there Aubrey. you go. Aubrey. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry if I, I forgot his name. It just slipped my no, mind. No, 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 no. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm but like, you, in, like in, in the media, there's so many it, like it's like you kind of lose track of names on what's happening because now they're having to go back and go review and open investigations and try to do this and that. And we're like, all I mean. <laughs> first of all, anybody who could have been on, done that, anybody who's on Facebook, Twitter, all these social medias do not go in the comments of any news post. because. That is probably one of the most hateful communities ever. When they started talking about over here with the uh, the Corona uh, cases going up and everything, all those people out there protesting. I'm telling you right now, majority of those people out there that were protesting ain't even catch it. It's all you people that's going out to the lakes, wanting to go out and dinner, wanting to go. I have to be social. I have to be out here. You don't have to be. Y'all not everybody Yo, right now is thinking. What's crazy so- is it was crazy is like when 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 they first opened up like the, the weekend that they first decided they was gonna start opening up uh like restaurants and bars and stuff. I went and got um I ordered some some sushi. You know, I don't eat fish. I went and got some uh vegetarian sushi for raw sushi up here. Um and, and, vegetarian and, sushi. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, like it's it's a little expensive for what I pay for, but um, <laughs> I, I I mean I rock with it because there ain't no fish in it, and it's you know it's pretty decent. But I remember going and picking up, going and picking up my order and stuff, and these people I ain't gonna say, no, I ain't gonna identify them, but the, there was you know what I'm saying groups of people not practicing any sort of social distancing whatsoever, um, you know they're just out on the patio drinking you know whatever it is they drinking and then you know enjoying their sushi or whatever it is and it's kind of like th- their whole conversation when i'm passing them and is you know i'm just happy that i've been able to go outside like i couldn't go outside i couldn't i couldn't be around people you know i i i just couldn't you know i i, I couldn't go outside and the whole time I'm like yo it's people that spend years in solitary confinement in prison and you worried about, you know, you've been in the house for two weeks when you could actually go outside. You just not supposed to be around people that, you know, you used to seeing every single day because they could get sick and you could from you and they could die. Right. Like this, that's, that's, that's how you felt about it. It's, it's like, right. It, 
it may not be necessary that these people were outside at the protest and they was getting sick because most of the stuff where I've seen, they all have masks. But right. every time I see a video or something on 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 the internet um, about people complaining that other people are wearing masks, they're mad that they can't go in a store or, right. you know, you're, you're going to refuse me ser- service or I have a condition or, well, guess what? Everybody's going to have a condition if you bring yourself in this store with no mask on because you could have it and then we give it to everybody else. And then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Other stuff is like people are being intentionally rude. Like you would never go to a, a coffee shop or a donut shop or ice cream store and somebody intentionally comes and coughs on you. They may cough and not cover their mouth, but they're not going to intentionally do that. People have been doing stuff where they, they could literally get them slapped upside the head. You know what I'm saying? In this day's and age, because they just feel like, oh, y'all are sheep. Y'all are going to wear the mask and nothing's going to happen to you. I'm going to prove it. <laughs> I'll smack you in your face. Yeah. Like, I'll knock your head off your shoulders. Are you stupid? Yeah. There was there was a chick that got arrested around here for doing that because she put that shit what, on TikTok or Snap or whatever. And they fucking found it and they fucking arrested her for terroristic threats. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, well, you, you, it, I, was it was it that that little girl that was like eighteen? She was going like around that. Walmart. I think when it first started, yeah, when she was going around telling people that she had it and she was coughing on people, even though she really yeah. didn't have it. Like, yeah. yo, I'm yeah, like, you deserve to go to jail. Yeah, you yeah, you. I was like, you deserve every bit of what you like. You want to do something for internet fame and 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 trying to be viral. And I was like, you go be viral all you want to. Because they're going to lock your ass up. And when they said, oh, we arrested her and she's being charged with terroristic threats. I was like, it's your dumb ass get. Like you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. Like you didn't have to do that. As well. You don't have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. You play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. Everybody, wants to, be, right. everybody wants to be known for doing something stupid. And I was like, y'all don't have to. Like all you had to do was stay your ass at home. You can still go out. Your, all you had to do was sit there and eat your food. Yeah. You can still go out, grab food that you want from per- certain places and bring it back. Hell, I knew some people, uh, some couples around. If here, you want to risk it. I, I know friends that were there were what they were doing, seeing how they couldn't be out in public like that. They go get some to go. They go take their lady and they go sit in the car and look out the view and just eat. Yo, I've like, seen it too, and not, and not even that they getting food, but I think when I first started, like when all of this kind of first started, I remember going to get a tire changed on my car, and um, there was a group of people that sat in the back of their SUVs and just kind of talked. Like, they they weren't anywhere close to each other, but they just sat in the back of their they SUVs and, like, kicked it in the parking lot, you know what I'm saying? Because they couldn't be near any each other, which stuff like that, that's completely and totally fine no you're like you're not near each other you're doing your social social distancing thing and y'all able to see each other face to face like that's completely a completely normal thing and if i would have been able to you know slow down and look at them for real they probably all had masks on too but it's like the people that are out here intentionally like you say doing super stuff and i don't know what that is what what type of time people be on these days where all you want to do is do something stupid you know what i'm saying for fame and fortune but yeah. like, I guess that also goes back to what what you know. Just again, go back to that book. Um, you just marketing this level of uniqueness, like ha ha, I'm doing this, 
and I'm special because I'm doing this. And there are certain people that are going to think that I'm special because of this. Like, yeah, you some kind of special. Some kind. Yeah. I, that, wow. bro, it, 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 and, it, and it's still a trip to see all this stuff for people to want to do this and want to do that. Like, I have to do this and I have to do I was like, like bro, you don't have you don't have to do shit. You can just sit there, sit there and, and, and not not do shit. Just eat your food and be done with it. Like you don't have, you can just sit. You can literally just sit there and eat your food. You have nothing to like. Yo, as many as much as people be complaining about Monday, y'all complaining about having something to, about not having nothing to do. Yeah. Come That's on. Like most, most most of y'all ain't even doing don't even go out like that anyway. Y'all just hate being told what to do. And it was like, it's this ain't for you. Most of this having to do the social distancing is not for everybody. It is for the certain people who are high risk and that have to still there go out. And it's supposed to help control the curve. And it's supposed to help stop everything from happening. It's like, oh, if you just kind of stay away from each other, you can go out. But you know, stay away. Like they never stop people from going out. Like you can still go out to uh, for um, walks in the neighborhood. They had to start right. shutting down parks because people started going to parks. And one thing I love seeing when I was walking by some parks and seeing like pe- families out there kicking it, and do- I was like, you know what? That's cool. Social distancing. This whole pandemic at the beginning was bringing families together. Families were eating dinner at 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 a decent hour again. You know, people were actually talking to their family members. It was it was beautiful. I was like, man, is this the nineties again? I will say, like when I was looking at it, I was like, there. This is probably the most, the healthiest a lot of America has been because everybody's outside. You know, either working out or just you know taking a taking their daily you know, half a mile walk or whatever it is around the park. Yeah. Um, there's, there's people mad that parks are being closed and they feel like, yo, my tax dollars pay for this. So this should be open. Like, no, man, what you don't understand is one of these people have kids that may not get sick, but they could carry the virus and they're going to take it home to their grandparent that lives with them and their grandparent is high risk and they're going to catch pneumonia and they're going to die. Right. Like they don't like, you don't you don't see the six degrees of separation of what's going to happen here. <laughs> like, you're good. you don't you're see what's the six degrees of separation like, like, is going to happen here. You're going like, to kill somebody's grandma because you want to, because your taxes paid for this little goofy um, yeah. park. Like you, 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 you're, you're stuck on yourself. You can't see beyond yourself. And that's where the world we live in. We live in a selfish world. I have to have this and I have to do that because, well, you can also sit your ass at home. You know, yeah. I mean, was not people, like not people excited? Like the fact that about the, the pollution, in the air was down. You know, Yo, there was, you know what I said? I said, well, in, in regards to that, I said, you know what? That should be a mandatory thing. We talked about this one too. week. <laughs> Yeah, did we? Yeah, at least yes. one week out of the month for the rest of forever. One entire week, everybody should work from home. At least one week. Everybody works from home one week. That will cut gas prices, that will cut pollution, that will cut everything. People yeah. are still going to go out and do stuff, but that that's going to cut a lot more of that sitting 
you know, in traffic all day and all night and, you know, uh, on and, your way and, to and, and on your way like, from there, work. There's going to be the essential people. Like, people need to be working in the medical field. Like, they need to be there, of course. But, like, yeah. retail, like your Walmarts and your Targets and your Costcos, they can be there. But, you know, these places can't be open all day. They're only going to be open up a certain amount of hours. And that's going to cut That's gonna and, cut insurance rates. That's going to cut crime. It's going to cut a lot of stuff. Yeah. Cut less, like, with, with less activity, there's less risk. And, you know, stuff is going to fall. You know, and I wouldn't mind if they, you have to have, you have to set up an appointment to know that to go get groceries. You have to order online to go pick up something. But they'll tell you, like, hey, make sure you have all your groceries because this week you can't go out. You can go out to these restaurants. But you're going to probably either A, have to have them deliver or B, you're going to have to go pick it up and we're going to need to see an order on your uh, on whatever app. You're going to have to order online and make sure you're going to pick it up and nothing too far. You need to go there because the whole point of this working from home, the whole part of this point of this is to stop. Pollution. Yeah, they get people to slow down, like (laughs) I think. Another thing that people are that some people are starting to enjoy or have learned to enjoy is about the amount of time that they've been able to spend with their family um, during this whole thing. Like some of them are out of work because of it, but they can spend more time with, you know, kids or wives and husbands or grandparents or parents or, you know, just close friends or whatever it is because everybody is kind of at home. Like you, you get time to relax and reflect and, you know, connect with the people that are important to you versus you being pissed off about something that somebody did at work. You know, right. somebody ate, ate your lunch and threw threw it away or whatever before, you know, you had the chance to eat it. Like you pissed about that all week. Like you don't have time to do that anymore because you're not even at work. So right. I think that's another thing. That's another benefit of it. that people are like, a lot of people understand it. A lot of people appreciate it, but a lot of people don't. They're just glossing over it. Like, yo, I should be able to go to work. I have the right to go to work. And really, it's not even that I have the right to go to work. It's like the thing when when the people went to those uh went to that to the Capitol with guns and stuff. Like, yo, we demand for the right to go have a haircut and get our nails done and you know whatever else that we feel like other people need to do for us because we pay them to do it. Like, yo, you can't just just sit home. Just go home. Go home. You know what? <laughs> those same people that were arguing about protesting about. Be, not being able to go out and be, have a social life, not being able to go have haircuts. You have your right to protest. That's your First Amendment right. We looked at you stupid, right. but you had every right to go do that. And we understand. like the hey, right to do it. Yeah, go you go do it. I'm not going to agree with this, but you know what? That's your, guy, that's your uh, First Amendment right. Go do it. If you believe strongly in that, we need haircuts, we need haircuts, then go do it. But those are the same people that complain. Oh, and the same. Yeah, I'm like, and, I'm and, cool. And, and, I got my clips at the crib. <laughs> yeah, and 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 the and the bodybuilders and the workout workaholics, whatever. Oh, man, yo, people complaining about the gym has been crazy. Like, yo, you you would think they selling drugs at the gym as much as right. people complain about not being able to go to the gym. Like, dog, y'all, most of y'all just spending money every month, and y'all don't even go. Like, I'm sorry. You, most of, most of those folks are just going to the gym to get swole, but they ain't fucking. They ain't fucking nobody. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, I don't. I don't think that's the point. But 
But no, you said, but <laughs> ain't ain't fucking nobody. Ain't single asses out there now. But anyway, um, no, I mean, like those uh, are the like, same people. Uh, uh, those are some of the same levels, people. A lot of them do use the gym as a form of therapy in a way. Yes, it, but it then is. But at the same it time, it's kind of like yo to adjust. You like nobody's saying that this is this is going to be not like for a lot of people. It's going to be normal because. A lot of them were able to get in and invest in gym equipment, like home gym equipment, and you got garages, so you turn your entire, you know, gym at, or your basement into a gym, and you know, you just gonna kill, you know, paying all this money for a gym membership every month or every year, whatever it is, and just work out at the crib. So, like, that's a benefit that comes from it. But nobody's saying that this is going to be forever. Like, all we saying is stay home. So. When it is time to go, we can go full force instead of, you know, oh, it's still kind of everybody. There's some people that are still sick because what's going to happen is exactly what's happening now. They're going to be like, well, it's everybody still. There are people that are still sick and those people that are still sick and don't know that they're sick are going to infest the people that are not sick. So it's going to come. It's coming back. Like, that's how viruses work. It's going to mutate and it's going to get stronger. And then, like, the virus, they're the vaccination that they're testing for now is not going to be any good because the virus is going to mutate. No, oh, yeah. And that's what they're trying to stop. They're trying to stop it from mutating. And they don't understand. People don't understand that because they believe Trump on his, uh, his theories about, about science and health and, and what needs to happen. And I was like, bro, this dude, this dude has a failed college. Not just, I'm not talking about a college. Well, I told you, bro, is, all, they, all of those people college. believe is that they, they, they just want somebody to, they want a group to belong in and a person that they can yeah. belong and relate but, to. But those same people, it, it that don't, it don't matter if they may, if, if this is a dude that had people, you know, take out hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans to, you know, buy a paperback seminar brochure or whatever it is. and. <laughs> You know, you never, you're never going to see a degree or whatever it is, and you just call it, you know, a university. And then it's 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 up in the air whether or not. I think a lot most of them are going to get it, but it's up in the air whether or not um, you won't have to pay, you know, those loans back because the entire thing was falsified in the first place. Mm-hmm. But like somebody mm-hmm. like that, you like in the midst of all of that, that should you should be impeached for that alone. <laughs> like you should it's, be impeached as the president of the United States. You should be impeached for that alone. They should lock, they should pull you out. If they don't even arrest you, so they should pull you out of office he, for that. There's so much illegal shit that he's doing and they can't, they won't put him in jail. They won't do anything. Um, he's just going to be kind of like a shit stain in, in the history of the presidency. You know, at, at times like this, oh, it's going to be miss, crazy I, when we I, look I back miss, and think like, yo, we really had office. Donald Trump as the president. Yeah, we I really miss, had but, Donald I, Trump as the president of the United States wrecking this place. Yeah. Early two, uh, in the 2000s, when we had Bush as president, everybody was talking shit about what he's done and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Bush ain't that bad. <laughs> Bush wasn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, to, to personally, for one thing, when he was the president, 
I really, you know, that was before voting age for me anyway. So I was like, I didn't really understand what was going on as far as politics. I was just, I just knew that was some stuff that white people, a game that white people played in order to rule the world, like yeah. rule, rule American set rules, basically. And that's all it is. But when, when all of it, like when all the, when all of it hit the fan, I was really like, I mean, technically I can't fault him because he a cog in the wheel himself. He just being manipulated by Dick Cheney. Like that was the real person that was behind all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. He had, you know what I'm saying? They had their cabinet members and stuff. Um, Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice had their faults as part of this stuff too. But um, Dick Cheney, as you know, they had these contracts and stuff with these uh, these corporations that was over there drilling for oil and building stuff and like, yo, he's the mastermind behind this. You can't really fault George Bush. Like, he's the president of the United States, and it, it all ultimately supposed to follow him, yes. But you can't really fault him on this stuff that's happened. Like, come on, dog. Y'all know who this dude is. Yeah. Y'all see who this dude is. It, him, his brother. Y'all see who this dude is. Bro, it, it, it was, it was, it could have been better, should have been better. Things are go. They look better. I mean, hell, we still got to wait till November to find out. And you know, Biden isn't that much better. He has uh-huh. some better. He has some better causes. But I'm like, you know, he, everybody brings up what Biden said in the past, and he has every right to change. Just like every single one of us has every right to change, so does he. He may have said some shit back then. But also, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember past performances. Past performance is an indication of future performance. Oh, of course, of right. course. So you gotta. You know, we, I think you, we you have gotta, to give. We have to give him the right to be able to change, and then once he starts to show it, then it was like because when he was Obama's vice, all this shit wasn't really coming up like that. Nah, I mean, but not, we, I mean, we were. We were everybody was so focused on the fact that a black man was running the country. Like, yeah, this is this is unprecedented. This has literally never happened before. Um, uh, 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 an African American has risen to the highest um, office, the highest job in literally the world. Yeah, and uh, like this is the first person that's the first African American has been able to do what he's done in all time like nobody's ever been black and the president before and he's the first person to been able to do it and they tried to shoot him down at every turn and you know if you're focused and you're conscious and you're paying attention to what's going on you don't believe in everything or agree with everything that he did but like they was trying to they were literally trying to crucify this man yeah you no know? They're trying to, to this day, they still do it. Like when I I was mentioning the whole thing about the whole Trevor Noah skit um, earlier, there was a, and you probably seen it, there was this uh, guy was asking one of the Trump supporters a question. And like, I don't even think he asked a question. He probably was like, What do you think about Obama? It's probably around what he, something around what he said. And the guy said, Um, I believe that Obama was the cause of 9-11. Now you think about what I just said. <laughs> Barack Obama was the cause 
2001. Now, now, don't get me wrong. 2001. As the president uh, of the United States, Barack Obama was the cause. 2001 was wasn't Barack Obama, Barack Obama the with the just with the state of Illinois at the time, right? Yeah, I believe he was still a senator. And uh, yeah, 2001. Hmm. Even though when they when, when all these conspiracy theorists say that they knew about it pri- prior to that, hmm. so that'd be Bill Clinton in office. Right. Still, Obama's still right. actually not doing right. senator stuff right. in Illinois. He's more likely just doing the low man work in Illinois. Yeah. But hmm. I mean, this 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 is this is his fault, right? And they were saying that, well, you know, I think he asked another question. He was like, you know, um, what do you think happened? And he was like, too many vacations, too much golfing. He was never in the office doing the job. Like, dog, do you not realize? how far in the backwoods that you are that he wasn't even president of the United States at that time. (laughs) Like not to insult your intelligence, but are you that misinformed to not even know that during that, when nine 11 happened, he was not the president of the United States at that time. Matter of fact, George Bush had a whole new, a whole second term after that. He had a whole second term after that. So what are you what what are, what's going on here? What what are, how are the wheels how are the cogs and the wheels turning? Like what what's going on? Yeah, that that's that's how they're doing it. That's how everybody believe what everybody believes and it's you know I don't know if it's gonna get worse before it gets better because I it seems like we've been on a downward slope of worse. And maybe it'll get better Fine in November. Maybe because <laughs> it's like you know, I don't know. It's like it's 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 a it, it's like in the movie, like I, when you like when when they're out there and they start slot. It's like the end of or it's like that scene from Tom not Tommy Boy from Black Sheep, um, which is AKA Tommy Boy Two with Chris Farley, and he starts f- falling down the uh, this side of a mountain. And he starts falling, and as soon as he starts, he and it looks like he's gonna stop. He keeps going, and he hits something, and he hits something, and we're still on this downward slope. We have no way of knowing when we're gonna stop. We just keep hitting shit on the way. I hope what doesn't happen is kind of what happened with the whole Hillary Clinton situation, where you know all these polls were predicting how much easier it was for Hillary to beat Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump won. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hope that this is not what's what's about to happen. Like, you know, they're they're predicting that Joe Biden has a a, a landslide of a chance to win and beat Donald Trump. But here it is, like, yo, that's what I was saying in the last election, and that may not necessarily be the case. You know, I would hate I would hate for November to come. And all of this nonsense has happened. He's practically failed with the whole coronavirus thing. He's absolutely failed with the whole um, racism thing. Yeah. He's failed with, you know, protecting people's... He He's failed in the economy. Yeah. He's failed in um, protecting the middle class. 
are creating tax cuts for the rich. Like, he hasn't done anything for regular people or irregular people um, at the very bottom. And it would be foolish to not think that those people were still vote, you know, it would be foolish to think that those people would not still vote for him. Yeah. Did it before. Like, yo, you literally, you voting against your own interests and you continuing to do it, thinking, you know, you, you, everything that you, that he, everything that he's done up to this point has been great and your life has gotten better because of it. No, you just, you just been able to get with a bunch of people and wear a bunch of red hats and khaki <laughs> pants and white shirts. <laughs> and say the things that you want to say like that's another thing like people gotta stop being offended that the people that they offend get offended <laughs> I'm saying it again people have to stop being offended that the people that they offend get offended that was the whole point of you trying to offend them like, y'all gotta cut y'all gotta cut that out like on all everybody on all levels, you got you can't be mad at somebody for getting mad that you made them mad. That's the truth. That is you can't do that. Spot on the truth. You get mad at somebody's reaction. People want to say when, things that go without reaction. They just want to be able to speak their mind. And I'm like, that's that's not how it works. Yeah, and then everybody else got to be considered soft or, you know, whatever whatever the phrase is. If you haven't noticed, like, this entire episode, I've been trying not to cuss. But, like... Proud of you. I've just people not, I, are, I'm, I'm proud of you. People I are... I'll curse for you. I know you will. <laughs> no, like, people, people are... Um, people... Like, for example... You kick a kid, right? You go to a park and you kick a kid and the kid starts crying. You you can't get mad that the kid is crying because you did because you kicked this kid. Like like think about you kicking a kid dead in their chest, sending them flying and they just start crying for their mom. And then I'm, I'm, I'll take now the, I'll you're take upset the that the kids start crying. Like that's insane. That's insane. I'll, I'll take the I'll take the example even further for on that note, what you just said, just to hit Wait, home what? on people. When Wait. you come home and you're in trouble and your daddy start whooping your ass and you start crying and he gets mad at you because you're crying. Oh yeah. They, they ain't like, like that. Yeah. It's like, why, like, why are you, like, why are you like, you know, you, like, you, you know, of course we have that smart ass comment. Like, you know, like why you go stop all that crying. You're making me cry. Stop all that crying. Stop making me cry. <laughs> stop like, stop literally attacking me. Yeah, you yeah, you literally are literally attacking you, me. You, you, I, I had to come in my room and you had to whoop my ass in my room. And then you leave my room and I had to lay there and think about it in my bed beaten down. And now I'm still at the scene of the crime. Yeah. You know how emotionally messed up that is? Like, you can easily go outside and collect your thoughts and, and bring yourself back. Out. No, no, no. If you're still at the scene of the crime, you're looking like I was just, I'm I'm still in the area where I just got my ass whooped. And now every time they go to sleep, guess what? 
That's the area they got their ass whooped. See, parent, people don't right. understand. You're mostly damaging. The other thing I was also thinking about that earlier today, like, you can't be, you also cannot be mad that people don't want to talk to you after you did something to them. Like, I'm just supposed to forgive you for what you did to me when, when you literally upset me for no reason. Like, People don't understand their actions until the uh, until they get uh, be an, another action for it, and then try to figure out why you're acting that way. You can't give, you can't say something, but you can't be going through something, and if somebody is literally trying to help you, and you basically give them the cold shoulder, you cut them off, you don't talk to want to talk to them without no excuse, no reasoning behind it. And then you talk to him later on in a few days and be like, hey, uh, this is what, no, 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 you don't have, you don't done what you wanted to do. Right. Like you can't come, you can't come back a few days and you be upset because you hurt me in your, re, in your actions. Right. You know, I, I, I have not chosen to forgive you. Yeah. And I don't think I ever will. A, a, a simple, <laughs> a simple. I don't want to talk about it now. Let, give me some time to think. So we'll talk about it another day. Cool. Done. Move on. See that part of communication, people break down in that part of communication and that, that communication goes in through all levels. Like, yeah. do we like, think about it this way. Think do we treat have that, kids have that bad. Do we treat kids like kids because they're kids? Or are we supposed to be treating kids like adults? I think we treat kids. You know what? That's you. you that's tricky. You 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 bring up a good point. Do we do some of us treat kids like they're kids because they're kids? I mean, because because some uh, you people know, we, do. We, we we have friends have a habit of treating kids. We have friends like they and have families. a level of innocence. Yes, we 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 have friends and family that raise their kids like little adults. Yeah. They speak, they talk to them and they speak to them in, with sense and they try to get them to understand things. And then at a certain point, you got to realize it is a kid, but this, you know, this is you, literally you, you, a child. Yeah. But you're, you're, you're teaching these kid life lessons from the jump. So instead of being that way, no, you just like, no, they're a kid. You can't tell them this. You can't talk to a kid like this way. Why not? Why can't I don't I? know? It's like you. I think because some people believe, well, not even that some people believe they've experienced that the way you raise a child could have dire consequences on who they become as an adult. You know what I'm saying? Like that's stuff that goes on to the next generation. That's why, for example, when people say, you know, I don't whoop my kids or, or you shouldn't whoop a child because um, that's, that's damaging to a child. Well, I mean, at some point, <clears throat> you're right. That, that is damaging to, to a child, especially if you're doing it in, a, in, in an abusive manner. Like exactly. it takes, it doesn't take very much at all for you to cross the line of abuse. You right. know what I'm saying? Even if you don't, physically a touch a kid you could still harm a child's spirit um by talking crazy to them y'all yeah. seen the movie precious yeah i've seen it 
I've seen the stuff it, that you can say it, to a child can can ruin them. Yeah, because <clears throat> in, in, in that sense, you're literally killing the creativity of that child. Because uh-huh. they are afraid to do certain things, say certain things, and because of that fear, they cannot really grasp grasp certain things in life. They're afraid to speak up about certain things because some something may happen to a friend, to a family member that they see, they won't say anything about it because they think they're going to get punished. Right. That's a and terrible you, thing for a child to feel like you, they can't speak yeah, up about it. A child stuff. should not have to live in fear for punishment. You should live in fear. They should understand punishment, but they shouldn't right. live in fear of punishment. Uh, yeah, they, they shouldn't for, for the sake of punishment. They shouldn't live in fear of punishment for the sake of punishment itself. Like, if you punish a child, it should be because something that they did was so terrible that you don't want them to repeat that action, you know, in the future. Yeah. Cause we all know people take, people take liberties as they grow up and stuff that they do gets worse and worse. Like for some people you can't change. Um, especially if they have like narcissistic tendencies, but there have to be, uh, there has, there should be a level of discipline, um, instilled in people because you got to teach that lesson of consequences. Like, it, it is absolutely true that for everything you do, there's an equal yet opposite reaction. That's yes. just, that's, that's like a law of physics. It, it works on all levels, not just in stuff that you physically do, but like, when they say karma's a, a, karma's a bitch, that's like, that's what they mean. You do stuff and it's going to come back to you. Very much so. Whether you believe it or not, you know, you do stuff, it's gonna come back to you. I think that's it. I'm, I think we're just gonna wrap this up for today, bro. You got a positive message you want to put out to the world? Um, not really. Like, <laughs> I decided that I was gonna be rich on Juneteenth. I decided I was gonna be rich. So, I mean, I would encourage y'all to read um some books. What I'm reading right now is the book by Seth Godin. Um, I'm reading a book by Tony Robbins. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a couple other books, one by Charles Schwab. Actually, Charles Schwab is, I believe, one of our fraternity brothers. And Warren Buffett. So if if any of this is going to be positive, um, if, you're not, if you don't have an opportunity or you don't plan on getting rich, plan to m- manage your money better than what you're managing it now. So read some of those books. Um, look at yourself. some of that stuff. Invest in yourself and you'll invest in your money and you'll invest in the future. So we'll all get better because of that. I like that. I so like there's that. there's the positive message. Invest in yourself. There's the positive message. Invest in yourself. And we'll all be better in the future because of it. That's that's very powerful. Love it. I love it. Everybody, thank you for joining. Rock and rolling with us. I appreciate it. Appreciate it tremendously. Um Continue supporting. Hold on, where's your positive message? You can't just like ask me. Did I have one? Where's your positive I want, message? I have I have other stuff I'm recording for positive messages. Oh, uh, okay, whatever. I want right. I want other, uh, you know they're gonna hear enough positive messages out of me. Sure. 
But, you know, I want other people to come in and, you know, bring up their positive messages because, you know, I I am about positivity. So that, you know, that ain't nothing that's changed. I just want to make sure that everybody else that, that comes in and talks on this, you know, brings up a positive message. You know, you remember I did Man. that. I did. I did the interviews with um some people um when we went to Comic Con when we went to fucking uh Dallas uh, Fan Expo. Some of those people I interviewed there, I, I had them to do a positive message at the end. You never know; these little bits and nuggets of positivity, yes, may help somebody. Right. So, you know, if they're going to hear enough from me, you yeah, know, I other people. Anything. I'm just like, I was like, yo, you asked me for a positive message. I thought you was going to put one on there too. But I have another one. one uh, some, not, I'm, I'm not. I already have a couple of other ones. So Whatever. I can't argue with you. I appreciate your positive message, sir. I appreciate you for everything you you've done. You should. You absolutely should appreciate the positive message that I put out because I don't speak lightly. I don't say stuff for my health. I keep quiet enough as it is. I don't say stuff for my health. I say stuff. But I appreciate you. Always, bro. So everybody, again, thank you for rocking and rolling with us. Thank you for listening. Continue supporting. Start supporting. Share this out. And as always, no matter what you do in this world and no matter what you do in life, be great at it.